Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Prep Life Podcast. This is your founder and CEO of Glam Girl Bikini, Amy Anger. And today I am joined in person. If you are watching on YouTube, you've probably already guessed that with Brittany Gable. Brittany, welcome to Kansas City. Hey. <laughs> so excited she's here. Uh, she has moved here permanently. And so we have exciting news to announce that she is the head posing coach of our company. And um, our athletes are very, very lucky to have her here. So she's going to be doing the in-person posing and the online. And she's still coaching her clients as well. But this is her new role here. Um, So I'm very excited because she's a very talented poser, very much has command of the stage when it comes to an MPC routine. And she is going to be a huge asset to um are already part of the staff, but just an added value that you're bringing. So thank you, Brittany. Thank you. (laughs) So we're going to talk about our posing handbook. Now this came out a while ago. Um, It is still on our website where you can purchase if you'd like, but we're going to go through like a little bit of a rapid fire with Brittany and just kind of go through each chapter and talk about the do's and don'ts. And I'll go through the homework piece that I put with this. So you kind of get a little bit for free, but that's kind of the whole point of this podcast is we like to just give out as much content as possible because we're passionate about the sport. We care about athletes and, um, you know, there's nothing that matches, you know, coaching because, no matter how much information we give you, uh, everybody's unique. Everyone's individualized. They have different goals, different bodies. And so Brittany is going to be able to find, you know, in opposing session, what works for someone's body does not work for someone else's. So we're going to be talking in generalities when it comes to that. Um, do you want to just start with like chapter one and, um, and I'll go over the homework part of it. Oh, Okay. So let's go with front stance. Okay. So front stance, I don't know what I just did. (laughs) (laughs) So front stance, um, we definitely want to make sure that our shoulders are squared up to the judges, but we want our belly button away from the judges. And just depending on the person's body, how their glutes are, depending, we want to see a little bit of the side glute. Okay. Don'ts for the front pose. Don'ts for the side or for the front pose would be to have our shoulders not lined up to the judges, our belly button or our side be, or not our belly button, our stomach being like straight on. We definitely don't ever want to see that, especially when we're that lean, we just look boxy. Um, and then we don't want to be not turned enough. Yeah. Okay. Back stance dues. Back stance dues. We definitely want to keep our glutes high. Um, we want to keep that arch in our back. Um, it's going to hurt. It never feels good. So if you have some pain in your lower back, that means you're probably doing the back stance, right? <laughs> um, and then we definitely don't ever, ever, ever want to be leaning forward. Um, and we don't want to be too close of a stance with our feet. Yeah. And so homework for the, the twisting of the rotation that you have to have in the front pose, 
I recommend that athletes use foam rollers to roll out their lats. Other homework that is really important is that you take like either PVC pipe, if you have like a golf club at home, whatever it is, but really work on that trunk rotation because pulling around, especially that back elbow, that's where competitors really miss the mark. And it really throws off the symmetry of that. You know, you want your S curve to be drawn from your front shoulder to your glute, but you also want to be able to see the presence of that back shoulder. So it's almost like that X or hourglass uh, where everything matches. If that back shoulder is hiding it, it's hard to do that. Okay. So we're going to go into chapter two, which is transition poses. And there are four so we'll start with a rapid fire on the model pose, do's for the model. So do's for the model is continuing to stay with that belly button turned away, staying with our shoulders still lined up to the judges. And uh, I would say don'ts are obviously those two things. Don't not do those. Um, and then not leaning back. I see a lot of competitors leaning back way too much and then it just, you just lose that S shape. Yeah. Keeping that glute raised is super important. Um, that's a common one. I feel mm -hmm. like the footwork when people get too crossed over, uh, so kind of look at the floor. And if you're looking at the opposing handbook, you can see that, um, Laura Lee's feet are perfectly teed where her front toe is facing the judges and it's lined up with the back ankle. Um, peek over the shoulder, rapid fire. Peek over the shoulder. So not leaning too far forward, standing straight up nice and tall. Um, like to think of the cue boobs to the sky or thinking of a necklace pendant right here, keeping you upright. Um, and then also your feet are going to be somewhat in a in a T as well. Um, and then never getting, never letting your glutes drop too. So keeping that arch, your back's going to hurt the entire time you're posing pretty much. Yeah. Okay. The other two transition poses, uh, that we have, well, actually there's five. So I'll go over these next two step together and drop step pose. So the step together and drop step pose are just a different way to be able to transition into coming back to the front. Um, most competitors, new competitors are going to be doing the step together because the drop step is just a little bit more advanced um, and it's a little bit trickier to keep balanced and keep your glutes up. So stepping together and the drop step pose, um, you definitely want to always keep your glutes high, never letting them drop, keeping that arch in your lower back and um, continuing to stay and really tall. Yeah. Another popular transition pose that a lot of people are using right as they walk in is the Angelica, which was coined by our two-time Miss Olympia. When it comes to that, any tips on the Angelica? Yes. So the Angelica can be different on a lot of people. I've seen some pros really leaning forward in it. Um, only a few select people can do that and make it look really good because when we lean forward, we can let our stomach out and then that looks bad. Um, so 
in my opinion, I think continuing to stand tall, just it's kind of like the peak over the shoulder, um, but in a side stance. So continuing to have that vacuum in your stomach. Um, so that way you don't let it fall. And then of course, always letting or not letting the glutes drop. Yeah. I think those are really great ones. Um, I just wanted to circle back to my homework for the back pose because I forgot that one. Um, ab wheel is the best for the back pose because that low, uh, lumbar flexibility and mobility, uh, you'll see people like Brittany, for example, that have a natural anterior pelvic tilt, um, people, the other, that um, that also stand out in my mind is like an Ashley K where their anterior pelvic tilt is really pronounced. Um, those people do very well in a back stance, um, and they show their glutes the best. So if you don't have great low back mobility, that's going to be an issue. And then for your transition poses, hip mobility is really important. So I feel like the pigeon pose in yoga is a great one to really get your, um, like your, uh, hip flexors kind of, or I'm sorry, your IT band is what I meant to say, not hip flexors, your IT band, um, flexible there so that you can properly, um, hit those transition poses in a great way. So our next chapter is the walk do's and don'ts of the walk, Brittany. Goodness gracious. The walk can be different with so many competitors because it just depends on your gait, depends on how tall you are, um, how good you are at walking in heels. So do's I would say is wear your heels as much as possible. So that way you are, you feel comfortable walking in your heels. Um, and then when you're actually on stage, do's are continuing to stand tall. Don't lean forward. Um, looking at the judges while you're walking. Um, so that way, like you can't watch your feet walking. So you need to practice, um, and then not crossing over too much because then that can look really bad too on stage. Okay. And this one is the hip flexor, the psoas stretch. So you can do that in a deep lunge standing. I like to put my foot elevated onto like a chair and really sit forward, really stand tall, push your hips forward towards, um, you know, in a forward motion. You can also, uh, for the walk, when Brittany was talking about, it's funny because we were just posing together since she's here. Uh, she was just talking about how her feet, she can tell she hasn't done posing like as much as she should to like get those feet uh, used feet. to the yeah. heels. Yeah. Yeah. So there's definitely a little tiny uh, muscles there. So, you know, using a towel and kind of like pulling on your, your archer foot and doing sort of like a hamstring stretch is a great one. Okay. Comparison round do's and don'ts. Um, okay. So do's and don'ts for comparison round. I would say don't get too close to, um, the girls next to you, um, because you're going to be swinging your arms a little bit around. And if you knock somebody that can totally throw you off, um, and then not taking too long in your transitions, um, you're really only judged on your front in your back pose. So you do not want to stand in your model, in your peek over the shoulder, in your step together or your drop step. Um, you don't want to be in that too long because they're going to just look past you if you're not in your front or back pose. Um, so 
not taking too much time, um, getting in, like hitting your pose right away, not taking too much time, not wiggling around, getting into your, into your poses. Yeah. Homework for this one. I would say the seated twist would be a good one. Again, just getting that front pose, that twist and rotation, that is such a muscle memory thing over time. It's crazy because if I ever tried to pose like on my right side, I cannot, I don't have the mobility and the twist, but it it's very unnatural movement. Um, so if you're new to it, just make sure you have that, that mobility as much as possible. And um, one thing I would add is just if you are in the comparison round and you are like on the outside is just angling in mm-hmm. towards the judges, lining up your button to the head judge with, um, you know, that like a laser there. Uh, okay. The next one is the individual routine. So you talked about the comparison. What's yeah. The so there? the difference in comparison versus our individual routine is in our individual routine, we can pause a little bit in those transition poses. Now, if you're not the best at your transition poses or they don't look the best on you, still just hit it and continue going on. But if you like, for me, my model pose is, I would say my signature pose. (laughs) Um, so I like to stay in that for a while. Um, not too long again, because they're really only judging you on your front and back pose. Um, but yeah, that would be the differences between. Awesome. Yeah. And then call outs will usually come next. So, um, do's and don'ts for call outs. Um, call outs it's similar to, yeah, because there's not much difference there. I would say call outs, depending on if, well, they, they do keep you on stage for call outs. So, um, if you're not called out, don't show it on your face. Don't show it that you are disappointed. I know you are because everybody wants first call outs, right? Um, but if you aren't, continue smiling, continue staying in your pose because they're still looking at who's going to be in second call outs or third call outs. Um, and you always want to show that you are being a good sport and just knowing that if you don't get the f- First call outs, that means that you get to get feedback and depend on or see what you need to improve on. And that's the exciting part of of competing. Yeah. Next chapter on this rapid fire is the walk to the back curtain. This can come along with the call outs, but um, we usually see the walk to the back curtain in the overall, which is at finals when you're judged live. So there's been rare times. Have you ever had to do a walk to the back curtain and pre-judging? I only see it like small shows where they're trying to kind of milk the time on it. Yeah, I think whenever it's been like really, really close, um, I have seen, I don't think I've done it, but I've been to shows that have done it during pre-judging when it's just really close and they can't decide. Uh, But the biggest things with walking to the back curtain is not going too fast, um, stepping lightly because, um, body fat will jiggle when you step too hard. So stepping very soft, small steps. And then the biggest thing is not letting your glutes drop while you're walking and continuing to stand really tall. Yeah. I like it. Yeah, we're kind of running out of time here, but uh, I think you gave us some great nuggets. If you are interested in purchasing the posing handbook, it's only $30. Um, And you can also 
you can pose with Brittany, even if you're not part of Glam Girl, if you would like to purchase a session with her, it's $50 for 30 minutes. Uh, you can do that also on our website. But the other sections of this posing handbook are just like the section on overcoming stage fright, show day, what things to expect. And then I also have like an appendix in there for just like travel items, like things traveling to a show. So some of the things that nuances that go along with that in terms of like packing your food. And then um, I have a couple appendix of like packing lists and things like that. So hopefully you found this episode helpful and um, I will be putting the links to both, uh, you know, booking a session with Brittany or to the posing handbook in the show notes and anything words of wisdom before we sign off. Uh, let's get to posing. <laughs> I'm excited for you to be here in Kansas yeah. City. So if you would like to join the team, go to glamgirlbikini.com and hit the get started button. You can follow us on Instagram at preflifepodcast or at glamgirlbikini. And be sure to tag us if you found value in this. Um, let us know what you think. Comment on the YouTube uh, below if you're watching on YouTube. And this is your founder and CEO of Glam Girl Bikini, Amy Anger, signing off. Thanks for listening, guys.